0: Well, it's my wedding week, but before I tie the knot and attach the old ball and chain, I wanted to dedicate an entire episode to weddings, the hustle of the wedding industry, and some tips, tricks, and shakedowns I've learned along the way. So let's say I do and empty our bank account, suckers, because the wedding episode starts now. The average cost of a wedding in 2022 is around 27 grand. Double that and add thousands more, and you'll have around the total my dumbass decided to spend on my own upcoming wedding. Now look, I was and am one of those brides who wanted to keep it small. I didn't want a big wedding. I didn't want to spend the equivalent of a hefty house down payment on one night in a barn in Nashville. But then bam, it happened. I'm honestly still flabbergasted by it because while our wedding is going to be very nice, our food is going to be very good, and our alcohol is going to be overflowing, it's not like we're inviting 400 people and it's not like Madonna is performing, for goodness sakes. So how the hell did it get so expensive? Like anything else these days, welcome to Brandon's America. According to the wedding report, 2.5 million couples are intending to marry in 2022, which is about 15% higher than a typical year and a 30% jump from 2021. This is due in part to the fact that many couples had to reschedule prospective weddings originally set to happen in 2020 and then again in 2021 as COVID-19 BS variants ran rampant. And surprise, surprise, wedding vendors are also passing their increased costs due to inflation and supply chain issues onto us sucker couples who tried our damnedest not to overspend. But as much as I'd like to just blame this all on Brandon, I can't because truth is, as soon as vendors hear the word wedding, they get out the old markup pen and go to town. But I want to know the real deal, the skinny on these fat, bank-busting nuptials that are all the rage these days. So joining me next is a Nashville wedding planner, and I've got some questions. That's next. So as OCD, militant, and organized as I am, just ask JP. He hates it. I will admit I needed and still need a wedding planner. Now, mine is currently busy making sure my Friday wedding is all good to go, so I brought in another local Nashville event planner, and I'm putting her in the hot seat. Joining me now is Nashville-based wedding planner Christina Logan. Christina, thank you for being here. I have so many questions. Great. I look forward to it. So my wedding is Friday, so everything on my end is pretty much planned, but I will say this has been over a year-long process for me as a lot of people spend over a year planning their wedding, Mm -hmm. and I'm now just finally really learning everything that I need to know and I'm two days away. Yes. But I have a lot of questions. Okay. The first thing that I wanna ask you is, why the hell is it so expensive?
1: <laughs> why? Yeah, well that's a great question. Um, I don't know that it's always the fault of the vendors. I feel like expectations are really high these days. Just kind of like everything, people are on social media, people are on Pinterest, and the pins that you see the most are if got like millions of pins because They're gorgeous, they're amazing. But Pinterest does not equal everybody's budget, right? Right. You like come to your photographer and you come to your florist and your planner with these pictures and this vision and we kind of hope it's inspiration. But a lot of times people meant literally and it's like one photo could encompass $10,000 of flowers in one picture, easy. And people just don't know that. There's no price tags on it. So then they come to you and it's really easy to say to the florist like, well, they're too expensive. But it's not the florist's fault, you right. know? The price of flowers alone, just because of COVID and everything that's been going on, it has skyrocketed. So like, like from a single bud. So I, I think my one of my florists even just said to me last week, she goes, girl, baby's breath is just out of control. It is so expensive right now. So wow. it, it's not always the, it's not that the vendor is trying right. to, to You know, they're not the millionaire, right? (laughs) I don't know a single millionaire florist. I'm sure they're out there, but of my friends. So, you know, it's the client's expectations and what they're asking for and just constantly evolving and wanting more and being inspired and seeing these amazing things, but that just doesn't always meet what people's budgets are.
0: Well, and it spirals out of control very quickly. I know this from planning my own wedding. So with my venue here in Nashville, it was kind of one of those all-inclusive things, so your planner comes, your floral comes, your your catering comes, and then there's a lot of outside stuff that you pay for, but it was like a base price, and then we thought we'd probably stick around that base Uh price. No, 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 no. We're like almost double that base price at this point because you don't realize. And something that I also realized when I got the bill was the taxes. It's like that base price, oh, then add those yeah, taxes, and yeah, that's yeah, a real killer. Yeah, yeah. But have you found in your experience that people are really social media driven, that they, they want to oh make gosh. their wedding a certain thing because they have these expectations, and it's really about having a social media wedding? Because everything these days, we post our highlight reels, our Instagrams, are mm-hmm. everything are the best of the best. We want to appear something yeah. to other people. And I feel like that's probably where weddings took that turn.
1: That's a great question. And I don't know that, I think that per, say people more want it, at least my clients, you know, I can't speak to everybody, but um, they more want it because they, they think like, oh, that looks so perfect. I want to experience that too. And yeah, I wanna show it off, but I'm not like, I don't think most people are expecting to go viral over some reel they make over their wedding. I think they just wanna capture those memories and those clips that just seem to look so perfect. Or even after, you know, I'll have a floral meeting and we'll do our rentals and we'll choose our design and all that and I think we're done. And the next thing I know, I'm getting all these alerts from Pinterest, because they're pinning more and they're pinning more. And I'm like, oh my God, you just have to stop at some point you just have to stop, you know, and just kind of be in the moment and and just love what you've selected and commit to it. It's kind of almost like what you were saying reminded me a lot of like when you think about building a house, where they'll be like, oh yeah, you know, you choose this and this and this, and just, oh, we have all these inclusions. Yep. Well, there's always gonna be a better kitchen sink mm-hmm. and a better stove and a better refrigerator and a always better an backsplash. exactly. There's always an upgrade. Exactly, so it's kind of everywhere. I think that since people do the wedding thing hopefully once, there's just more anticipation and angst and emotions involved, you know. Well, for me what happened mm-hmm. is
0: we were very comfortable spending a certain amount, but then it was the upgrades and you didn't realize that the upgrades were gonna cost as much as they did. But then for me, it's like, I'm, I'm kind of simple. I don't really need a lot of upgrades. Mm-hmm. However, I paid this much for this venue, So now, in order to make this venue really worth the money I've spent on it, I need this upgrade now because I'm not going to spend all this Uh and then chintz here because then Uh it almost seems like this investment wasn't worth it. But if you had one tip to give to to couples, to brides, where they can cut the fat in their budget, where they can cut down something maybe that they don't need, that they think that they need, that no one really cares about, what would that one or two
1: items be? I just don't know that I can be so... Direct on that, um, because really, there's different priorities to everybody. If you have a planner, and it's going to be different in your scenario, because you went to a venue that includes a bunch of stuff. But if you have a planner, one of the first things they should be doing with you is talking about your budget. You know, because not all venues are created equal, as as you know. And you know, um, the, some have rentals included. Some you have to do the alcohol through them, and then talk about taxes, mm-hmm. especially if you're downtown and there's like double liquor taxes. And um, you know, so they're not all the same. So I do always recommend, okay, well, I've broken down your budget, this is what we can do. And it's very easy, I think, for a lot of people to say, well, I don't care about, I just really don't care about flowers. I care more about photography. So you're like, okay. So we we plan a little bit more skewed that way, but then flowers comes about. Mm-hmm. And they realize, oh, well, that's what I can get for. And, and I'm, you know, I, again, as you probably know, I'm not even talking, I, I'm talking nice numbers here, but, just money doesn't go as far as it used to. Right. Well, we've also, in the midst of, you know, we,
0: we already know that so many people had to postpone their wedding because yes. of COVID. Yes. So there's a real backup in the wedding industry. So it does seem a little bit like some vendors might be gouging a little bit because they know that people are waiting. It, it seems like, and, and I'll say this, yeah. not everybody does it. I've had, I've had really good experiences. I've heard horror stories, though, okay. where it's like something costs something. And then as soon as you say the word wedding, it's like, whoop. It's more. If I would have just rented that space out for a Christmas party, it would have been this. But then I said wedding and then it's this. It's like people hear that word and they know that they can jack it up a little bit.
1: That has not been my experience. I'm not saying that doesn't happen because it, it must. But that has not been my experience. And I only know because for example, if I'm renting the same space for a holiday party or for an event, maybe I'm trying to get those on a weekday because they have a different kind of budget but it's not or it's like um here in Nashville for example as we we kind of were talking about earlier we have hot seasons mm-hmm. as in desirable seasons right we've got april and may people want to get married and september october everything else people think is too hot too rainy too cold right. and i get it but those wedding those months are going to cost more so yes to that regard like a venue for example might say yep i cost more of those months of the year or a photographer might say you want to get married on a thursday I can give you a discount because they're probably not working on a Thursday, so it's beneficial right. to both of you. So sometimes it might be that they're they're willing to do less on different days. I haven't heard so much about because it's a wedding per se, um, but then again, I, I you know I, I I I try and work with people who I think are fair and honest people. Right. It doesn't mean that everyone's going to be that way, but also you know they I feel like our industry is a lot of work. It's we're in it because we like it. We're in it, we are all in hospitality because we just in general, like being with people and taking care of people and and making them feel good and feel happy. Like my, the happiest moment for me on the wedding day is when they're done with the wedding and they look at you and they're like, oh my God, that was amazing. And they're just glowing. So it really does most of us are in it because we feel good about it, too, not because we're raking in so much money. Right. Well, it is. It's a very profitable industry, though, and it, it has become it more profitable. So that's that's certainly
0: just the fact of the matter. Now, yeah. there's other things that come into account. Everything is costing more for people. You mentioned flowers. Everything is costing yeah. more. So then that, Labor. Gets, that gets pushed on to... The venues, the vendors, everybody—I mean, it's hard to find people to work. It's hard to find staff exactly. for things. But I want to get into some some do's and don'ts, just okay. from you, from your perspective on what you think. Now, this isn't from your bride's perspective. This is just for you being in the industry. Your your thoughts. Okay. So I want you to be as candid as you can okay. with me. Okay. Okay. What do you think about couples that choose a cash bar at a wedding? Is that a don't? Don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also think it is, because even when you go to an event, it's like you get, there's one of those things, like for me, for my wedding, I realize I'm paying a whole lot of money for other people to enjoy themselves. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. at the same time, I also know that a lot of people are flying in from out of town. I know that people are getting outfits for what they're coming, they've dedicated their time, they've gotten a babysitter. So for me, it's like,
1: pay for their alcohol. Yeah, I don't even like tip jars out at weddings. No, Not because I don't want them to be tipped, because the host should be tipping, And if someone would like to tip, they can. But as a woman, I don't carry cash to a wedding. Like, I bring my ID, you know? And and a lipstick or my phone or whatever. So uh, it just, I always fear for that guest who feels uncomfortable.
0: Right, or if they have an iPad and then they swing it over to you, it's like, here's the 20%. I've already clicked it for you. Yeah, that's a don't for me, and I'm going to remember that as well to make sure there's no tip jar. Because I just think at that point, I'm already paying an arm and a leg. Everybody's getting paid well. There's no need for a tip jar. A thank you goes a long way. I hope that you have a wonderful time. But a lot of that is is cost built in, so I agree with you on that. Another one of the
1: the do's and don'ts, kids at weddings. This is totally personal. Um, I personally... Don't think you have to allow children to do the wedding. So if you wanna say, I'm sorry, this is adult only affair, that is up to you. Now, I mean, I have kids. I think it's hilarious to see them at, I think I've only brought one to one wedding ever. And it was so fun for me to watch him have the time of his life. But I, I, I can't say that everybody else felt that way about watching right. my kid. You know, fortunately this was a family wedding. He was invited. Um, it was limited children, whatever. Um, I don't think you have to invite kids, though. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, that's a a very hard, hard no for me because (laughs) kids are cute, wonderful. Nobody
0: wants to be on guard around kids, watching their language, watching their whatever when a kid is around. And then, quite frankly, the parents aren't enjoying themselves because they're having to babysit. I think that's unfair for everybody. It's just easier. Get them off the hook. I have so many friends, when I said, no kids, and they go, oh, thank God. Then that gives us a perfect reason that we have to get a babysitter. We can actually go and enjoy ourselves. So I think that that's... Super, super important. Yeah. Um, other dos and don'ts of weddings. How big of a bridal party is too big of a bridal party?
1: Uh Okay. So this is. I also. Uh, if you want I to give like them advice, smaller. Though. I yes. like. I like smaller. But my advice is, it is never worth hurting someone's feelings ever, because I have seen friendships end over wedding parties. It's so ridiculous to me. I personally think like six and under is nice. I have seen 13, you know, Ooh. I think I've even seen 15. I can't imagine everybody's feelings would have been hurt, but I also know that it's hard to cut at certain things that so people have different groups. And at the end of the day, if it's gonna make everybody happier, I am all for that because I just don't think it's worth breaking up a relationship or damaging a relationship if they really would be that sensitive over it. Yeah.
0: So I have an opposite perspective of you on okay. that. I kept mine for people, for my best people. I know yeah. that they all can mesh well together. For me, it's like, if someone's feelings are hurt, but I also know that them being a part of it is gonna cause more drama and issues for me, I cut the fat, because it's like, I'm not, no drama yeah. for me, I've got enough to worry about. So that's that's my thing on that. Yeah. But I, I wanna ask you as well, just just kind of in closing in, in our whole wedding thing, Yeah what your best advice to a bride is on her wedding day. What, what advice do you impart on your brides when they're super anxious, su- super nervous, they're worried something's
1: gonna go wrong and they're a ball of stress, what do you tell them? Let it go. Oh my goodness, uh, I, I hope every bride has at least a coordinator that they can just trust and just hand it over because you get this day once and it's not even 24 hours. You just have to just be present, You have to just float through the day, let people guide you through the day. You shouldn't have to worry about anything, hopefully, if it's all been planned properly. And then just take a moment with your new spouse once you're married, even if it's literally 30 to 60 seconds to just stand back and, like, look at it all and absorb it because it's going to fly by and it is going to be the best day. And it's so amazing and you just want to really see it for a moment. You know, and I have one more question that was such a beautiful ending, but I have to ask this just because it's
0: just for my own. And I know my wedding planner said she would do this. Have you ever had to escort a wedding guest out because they were too intoxicated, inebriated, and they were being a mess? Have you ever had to be like, it's your time to go? Uh, Yes, we have. I mean, we had security to it, but yes, unfortunately. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's a good. That's that's the thing is it's like I told my wedding planner, you see anybody acting a fool. It's their time to go because nobody wants to deal with that. It's, no. just, it's a distraction. No. So I know that that last one was such a cute ending, but I had to ask that know, because it's, it's just honestly, have security. It's Get your time out. to go. Absolutely. And even if you're way out in Nolensville, that's all right. It's a long walk, but it will sober you up. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for being yes, here. And I know that this sure. is a busy, busy wedding season for you. So I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. And still ahead on the wedding episode, I asked some of my favorite people for their marriage and wedding advice. And just like you, I'm on the edge of my seat. That's next. You know what they say? Marriage is hard and marriages work. Now, my parents have been married for 42 years and counting. And while I take their advice first and foremost, I wanted to crowdsource some more guidance from some of my favorite people. Roll it. Tommy, Brad Lee, hey, listen, all people have issues. The trick is, is to find someone whose issues you can tolerate and help solve. My advice to you is to always let JP be right, so you can be happy. My advice to JP is always let Tommy be right, so you can be happy. Because regardless of who's right and who's wrong, the marriages that last the longest are when both people are happy. And I want yours to last forever. Congratulations to you both and may your life be filled with love and laughter and void of longing and liberals. Cheers. Hey there, Tommy. All good wishes to you. Being married is wonderful. Yes, it's a lot of hard work. Yes, there is a lot of joy and building a life together with your chosen one, how exciting it is going to be for you all. I wish you all good happiness. Congratulations, Tommy and JP. What a wonderful power couple. I want to give you some really quick advice on how to have a successful, beautiful marriage, the one that you guys are seeking. My advice would be put God first and everything you do and all of the other things that you aspire in your marriage will work out just fine for you. God first and you'll have a long marriage. JP, Tommy, you crazy kids, congratulations. Super happy for you both. Um, Advice, I got a story. I was at the airport one time sitting at the bar and there was an older couple sitting next to us and they were going on a trip to celebrate their 60th wedding anniversary and I asked the guy what the secret was. And he said something I thought was really cool. He said, um, we both never wanted to give up at the same time. So that would be my advice. Keep fighting for each other. Never give up, never give up at the same time. And, um, I know you guys are going to have a long, happy, healthy life together and proud to call you my friends. Congratulations again. Love you both. Thank you all for such sweet words and such wonderful guidance. It truly means the world to me. But up next, some short and sweet prenuptial final thoughts. For today's edition of Final Thoughts, I'm going to share my top five wedding tips for those who are, are about to be, or even think about getting married. Here we go. Number five, get a wedding planner. It seems like a ridiculous expense to pay someone an arm and a leg to coordinate other people, places and things you've also spent an arm and a leg on. But trust me on this, even if you're the most organized, creative and put together person or couple, you need a wedding planner. After all you've done and all you've spent, the last thing you want to do and worry about is corralling and hurting vendors on your big day. Something is always going to go wrong and it's worth it to pay someone to help you put out fires and clean up messes. Number four. If you can't afford the wedding, don't spend money on the wedding. Like I said earlier, whatever your initial wedding budget is, plan to add at least 20% to that, because no matter how many corners and people you cut, you will spend more than you think. And here's another important note. Don't forget about tips, taxes, and gifts. Whatever your venue, food, flowers, photographer, music, and alcohol is costing you, yeah, add the taxes and tips to that, and it's going to make you cry. Your wedding is important. It is not worth going into debt over or making a family member go into debt over. Plan within your means and don't do things just for the sake of impressing others. They aren't getting the bill, you are. Remember that. Number three, less is more, unless it comes to food and alcohol. When it comes to people, less is more. If you have a big bridal party, you will regret it. I have never seen more than four girls get along in a group at any given time. Save the drama, cut the fat. Pick your crew wisely and be selective. I am thankful I followed this advice. If it hurts someone's feelings, too bad. The last thing you want to do as a bride is play referee for your bridesmaids, not fun. The world doesn't revolve around you unless you're getting married, in which case you deserve to enjoy yourself. That doesn't mean be a bridezilla. It means do the things that make you happy and content. You'll thank me later. Number two, tradition is important. Unless you don't like the tradition, then pass. They say you're supposed to do this and that for a wedding, and they are wrong. Do what you and your groom, bride, partner want to do. If you don't want to invite your long-lost cousin on your mom's side you haven't seen in five years because, quite frankly, they suck, then don't. If you don't want to make his sister a bridesmaid because it doesn't make sense, then don't. If you don't want to have kids dancing around and crying through your wedding, say no to kids. You don't get to set the rules on everything in life, but your wedding is an exception. Do what you want, and if what you want isn't traditional, do that. Number one, remember what it's all about. It isn't a party with overpriced napkins and an open bar. It's a wedding between you and your significant other. You chose to be together. Make this commitment and dedicate your lives to one another. That is what it's about. Make it nice. Make it fun. But don't forget what's important, and what's important is the love you share. And those are my top five wedding tips and my final thoughts. Stay tuned tomorrow night for a special Tommy Takes Nash Vegas show from the streets of Music City. Until then, from Nashville, God bless and take care.